1: Good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Friday to you and a special day it is because today is our mini miracle day. We have Victoria Grisella here from the United Way of Greater New Bedford. Good morning, Victoria.
2: Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me.
1: And good morning to Molly, too. She's over there. But feel <laughs> free to chime in if you want to as well. The um, Today is always one of the, the best days of the year because it's the day that we can make a difference for a local family To help them have the best Christmas that they can possibly have. But really, it goes beyond that. It's about changing their life, not just for the holidays, but permanently.
2: Right. And I mean, today's family definitely is something that I think a lot of families are going to relate to, um, that they will feel for this family and be able to really, like you said, Tim, this is going to be life changing for this family if we can pull off what we think we can pull off.
1: (laughs) And, you know, I was saying all week long that a lot of times when we have these, these mini miracle... Um, families that when we discuss some of the things that they need, you know, we say, well, this would do this and this would do this. And in the case of this family, we have a clear pathway of how we can change their life.
2: Absolutely. It's, it's going to make a huge difference. You're going to hear all about it shortly. Don't want to give anything away too soon, but it's going to make a huge difference.
1: And I'm just glad that I actually have a voice this year. I know that's
2: right. You had no voice last year. All
1: I'm thinking (laughs) is like, I hope I didn't hurt their chances. Like people are like, I "I can't listen to this guy. I don't want (laughs) to hear about this. It was it was really bad. I could barely get the words out it's last fine.
2: year. We we made it through, and the you know the family's doing really well. You might remember Joseph from last year, mm-hmm. um, and his family, and they are doing awesome. Um, you know, we were able to do so much for their family. Um, you know, pay some months of rent, uh, some mortgages for them, so that way they don't have to worry about those expenses. And then I don't know if you, I shared this with you, Tim, but Mom recently had a baby right around Thanksgiving. Oh, so wow. Last week or the week before. Um, so they're doing really well, settling in as a, a family of four now. Um, um, and Joseph's excelling. You know, he's he's gotten what he needed. Um, you know, if you might remember from last year, uh, he's bound to a wheelchair. But let me tell you, that does not stop him at all. Not he's at all. Got so much energy. Um, you know, when we went with him to the police and fire department last year, I think that just blew his mind and has set his c- clear career path for the future. And he's just he's just full of so much energy. And I think we can all learn from from kids like him.
1: Well, I bet he's a great big brother.
2: <laughs> I I'm sure he's going to be. <laughs>
1: And the, yeah, and and just seeing the joy when he got mm-hmm. to go through and ride in the fire truck and, uh, you know, get to use the fire hose and everything. I was jealous. <laughs> right. I was like, this is every kid's dream. And, Absolutely. and I just hope that we didn't end up, you know, swaying him toward the fire department instead of the we police department. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we may have. They are a fun group of guys over there that we work with.
1: Well, either way, he, he wants to give back. And that's a common theme that happens with a lot of the Mini Miracle families. It
2: is. We see that all the time with our Mini Miracle. I believe this is either our fifth or sixth year, Tim, at this point. And every year we see that the families come back and say, hey, what, what else can I do? Can I volunteer? Can I be part of um, United Way in general? You know, it's just we're doing so much for families based on our listeners and our sponsors that are calling in to help. Um, and they want to come back and say, hey, what can I do for the next person? Or what can I do for somebody else uh, to, to just give back to the folks who gave to me?
1: and let's talk a little bit about the United Way of Greater New Bedford overall, because I was saying to you off air, you know, we talk about all the different programs that you have, but sometimes I think people take it for granted that we we know about the United Way and its mission.
2: (laughs) It's true. A lot of people don't know about United Way. You know, you see the logo at football games because we're partnering with the NFL nationally. Um, You see the logo, you recognize the logo. But what does that really mean? Right. So we are part of the United Way worldwide system, which, you know, national global organization. Um, But we each have our own little chapter. You know, if that's that's usually the best way to explain it, where we are able to um, be super hyper-local and focus on the things that our community needs. So our United Way is going to look different from the Fall River United Way. It's going to look different from the California United Ways and different from Texas. Every single one of us is unique. We're all doing different things. So our United Way um, has been running our own programming since 1995, which is not usually the traditional United Way model. Traditionally, you'd see United Ways are, you know, get fundraising and then they're giving it out through grants our united way is doing that of course um but we're also doing our own thing so we have our hunger commission which tim i know you know about i know some of the listeners know about through our thanksgiving efforts together where we are picking up food and bringing it to different food pantries from uh from dartmouth to wareham we're doing that every day of the week we're getting people the food that they need In addition, we have our own family center. Um, The family resource centers are a program of the state, um, but we do house one right on our site. So anybody with a child under 18 is able to come to our center and get some help. Maybe they are grandparent raising a grandchild and they're, you know, trying to figure out how to do parenting all over again. Um, We offer parenting groups. We offer teen groups. uh, We even have computers in our family center where families can come in and do job searches or um, housing searches. And we also have family support workers who are really wonderful and they sit there and work with families so that way they can get the resources that they need. So these are all things that are unique to our United Way. Um, Some United Ways are doing similar work. Some are not. Um, But we we are really focused on making sure that everybody in our community has what they need to thrive.
3: And
1: when you are helping people like that, you're starting a chain reaction of people who will then kind of, you know, it, it get the term gets overused, but pay it forward.
2: Absolutely. That's that's what we hope is that everybody that come comes through our doors, maybe one day will turn around and say, you know, what, I'm in a good spot. So now I can do something for somebody else. Or, you know, if they're still not in a good spot in a couple of years, maybe they'll still come back and volunteer. You know, that's the other piece of our United Way and the United Way model in general. So we want to encourage more people to volunteer. So we do have a website, volunteersouthcoast.org where any nonprofit in the area can post a volunteer opportunity and then any individual can go and find an opportunity based on their interest, their zip code, so many different criteria. And so that's what we want is people to come and give back in any way they can.
1: And it also seems, and and I know that this isn't something that you're, it's not like a qualification for these families that we feature, but it just seems like these are always people that are given towards service in some way already. Yeah. You know these children who want to be firefighters, or mm-hmm. in the case mm-hmm. of our our family uh, this year, uh, wants to be a pediatrician. Yeah, she's you got know, some
2: lofty goals, and and we love seeing that that they want to do something for somebody else later in life.
1: And I think that that comes from you know having struggles. If you have struggles, you can go one of two ways. You can you can have a woe is me attitude and and let that consume you, or you can start looking at it from the perspective of, okay, I'm going to take this head on and then I want to try to help other people that have to take it head on.
2: Right, and we love seeing that. That, That's what I love seeing about this program is that the families all tend to come back and start doing stuff with us, whether it's volunteering or or finding a way to, to give back.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the the process of how people nominate folks for Mini Miracle, because this is something where, you know, this isn't always the families volunteering themselves and saying, hey, I need help. It's usually someone else saying right. this family could use a helping hand. And that was the case this year,
2: right? It's very rare that families are coming to us uh, themselves and saying, "Hey, I want help." It's usually a family friend. It could be an organization they're receiving services from. It could be a teacher at school that's nominating a family and saying, "Hey, here's what their issues are. What can you do?" And what we're looking for um, are families that need more than the basic necessities. That's always what we're looking for. You know, so many families on the South Coast right now are struggling. You know, inflation has us all. uh, You know, just it's it's got everybody just watching those dollars closer. Um, And so we're looking for something a little bit beyond that, though. We're looking for a mini miracle, right? And so something that's super tangible that we um, we can rally our community behind and get it taken care of as soon as we can. And again, it's got to be something life changing. So back in October, we collect those nomination forms and then we have a group that sits and reviews them and we pick the one that we think we can help and, and make the most impact with.
1: And a lot of the times when you read some of these stories, you, it, it, the common theme amongst all these people is that they're, they're fighting every day. Right. These aren't people who are just sitting back and, and saying, you know, somebody help me. These are people who are fighting through it and persevering. And like you said, just need that little bit of help for the something that they're never going to be able to get to themselves.
2: Exactly. And it, it's something that, you know, we can easily take care of as a community to help them and make such a, a difference in their lives. But
1: at the same time, too you know, we also want to make sure that we raise enough money that we can give them a good holiday around whatever mini miracle we're (laughs) doing.
2: Absolutely. We want to make their holidays extra special this year um, and every year. That's really the goal. The other thing is, you know, once we fill the the tangible need, like the family does still need those basic needs. Maybe it's help with rent. Maybe it's help with their car payments to get to medical appointments. Maybe it's medical bills in general. Um, There's so many other things that we are able to help these families with based on the generosity of listeners.
1: And it's important to note too, that this isn't a matter of they come down to the United Way and you say, well, here's the money for the things and you hand them cash or a check. Right. This is the United Way is paying those bills for them.
2: Right. So we actually become like a little money management um, system for them, which takes some stress off of our families is what we found. You know, they usually have um, some medical issues and they're in and out of the hospitals or they're back and forth to Boston. And that's a lot of stress in general. So all they have to say to me is, Hey, Here's my rent bill. Can you call my landlord and take care of it? And then it's done. You know, we we sit, we get it done. You know, in a couple of days. Just yesterday, I heard from Stephanie from our Holiday Wish family last year, and she's like, "Hey, that mortgage payments due. Can you take care of that for me?" And she still has money left in uh, what we raised last year, and so I'm like, "Absolutely, I'll take care of it tomorrow." Um, and so that, that's exactly what we do is we take on that money management for them. And,
1: and so, by the way, we're talking a year later, you're able to I'm help make that mortgage that. payment. Yes. That speaks to the generosity of our sponsors and of our callers and everybody that donates.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I know that they are super grateful. They just got some new furniture even in their house that we were able to cover with the dollars that we raised last year. And, and I know that they're, they're super grateful for everything we've been able to do with your support.
1: So let's, let's talk about this year's family because it's, it's a mom and her two children Mm -hmm. who, you know, these, when you sit down and you talk to these families and you know, cause you talk to families on a daily basis, sometimes you go through the emotional ringer with, with some of these, these stories. Uh, last year, we had a very upbeat, uplifting... You could not be...
2: You up- couldn't be smiling last year. Right, I mean, around Joseph. smiling last year around Joseph. He just had this infectious energy and just the smile and this laugh that just... You know, you you couldn't help but be smiling all the time. And and I got the
1: same sense of positivity from Ciliani. Agreed. But, you know, then there was the point where her mom, Celia, just kind of broke down a little bit. And you Agreed. realize that this is this is the real stress of the family. What you're seeing is the children don't get have to see that side of things that right. they're able to have a regular childhood despite their challenges but it's really taking a whole a hold on their mom
2: absolutely i mean we definitely saw that with 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 mom you know she she's overwhelmed i mean she's got two children with some medical issues one more severe than the other and it takes such a toll on everybody i know you know no having loved ones that have been sick you know we've always been through all of us have been through this and you know what kind of stress that is on you. You're not sleeping well. You're not eating well. And you're just always constantly thinking of, how can I help this person? And to think that this mom has been going through this this long and that there's not much she can do. Um, and that's where we're hoping we can help her this year.
1: So let's let's talk a little bit about the family. So the mom, Celsius, she emigrated from Cape Verde. Yes. And she had uh, she already had her 17-year-old daughter, well, now 17-year-old yes. daughter, <laughs> when um, when she came here. Uh, she had another son, Derek, and as you said, both of them have pretty rare afflictions.
2: Yeah, that's, you know, that's definitely what it sounds like. So so Derek is five, as you said. Um, he has a rare disease called Hads disease. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. And she was telling us that he's one of 36 people in the entire world that have this. Um, I did a little research on it, and it, it is, it's, it's, it's very, very rare. Um, it sounds like it was only discovered in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, so that may be why it's so rare is that people don't really know enough about it. It's probably very undiagnosed. And what that means is that it's, it's a genetic disease where he can't talk. He's legally blind. He can't walk on his own. Um, he needs 24-hour care. And that alone with mom is stressful. Like, I, I can't imagine... Um, just, just not being able to help and make a a kid feel comfortable. And I think that's part of her stresses. And then you have her daughter who's 17 and she has, and I know I'm going to butcher this. It's keratoconus, which is a condition in your eye, in the cornea. Um, it, it basically, she cannot see clearly even with glasses on, she cannot see. And I know, Tim, like, if I take my glasses off right now, I can't see anything. And I can't imagine that being my world twenty four seven. You know, she's been dealing with this for 17 years. Um, You know, when we met her the other day, mom had to help her walk in and out of the building, you know, holding on to her, making sure that she's not hitting anything. And so there's something that we can do to make her sight a lot better. And she has tried out um, these lenses that we're gonna talk about in a few minutes and it's made a huge difference. And she was even telling us that once she gets this lens, now she can help mom more, right? You know, I'm sure mom needs tons of help. I'm sure there's nurses coming in constantly to help with Derek, but you know, she said, I wanna do more. I wanna be helping mom. I wanna be able to go to work so that way I can get us some more money to help out the family. And I love hearing that, that she has this drive, but she's being held back because of her sight.
1: There was a point where, where, in our discussion with them, you you had gotten up, and one of the things that um, that Siliani had brought up was that it would just help her mother not to have to help her. Right. So that if it was, you know, if she could put all of her focus into just helping Derek and that basically what she's saying is, I just don't want her to have to hold my hand when we're all out together so that she can focus on just holding Derek's hand. I mean, when you think about something so small as that, imagine being a mom in that position where you can't trust either of your children. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of them can't do it can't move on his own right and and then the other one you've got to also help along i mean it just must be so stressful all the time just on a daily basis
2: absolutely i mean she's got to be overwhelmed and i I, my heart goes out to her because she is doing her best and she is doing wonderful by those kids for her daughter to turn around and say you know i want to be helping mom more that means she came from a great home and that she you know she wants to do more for the family she wants to become a pediatrician as you said to help kids like her and her brother and see what she can do to make them more comfortable because she's lived a life with these Medical issues, and she knows what stress that can be for people.
1: And, and the other thing too is, you know, if the if people see the family out and they see Derek and in his issues, I think people will see that and be understanding of it. If you see Ciliani, you don't think that there's anything. So you don't know. So people are less likely to 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 be helpful than making accommodations for her because she's telling you she can't see. Well, you've got glasses right. on, right? You know, so
2: why would you think not? You know, um, and she said even with the glasses on, it's blurry all the time. So I, I, I just, I can't imagine, um, you know, living like that all the time. And she said when she tried these specific lenses, it even changed the colors for her. Um, and so that's huge to be able to see and see, you know, vibrant colors all the time. And I think it's going to be a, just huge for her, life-changing, um, not only because she can see, I'm sure it'll help her in school, I'm sure it'll help her when she goes to college very soon, um, but it's going to help her in her day-to-day, you know, just making daily activities easier.
1: So these scleral lenses, as they're called, Um, the way, you know, I did a little reading about it, but kind of the way that I can describe it and you can talk about how they work a little bit more than I can, but at least in terms of the way it improves your vision. It's like when you sit down in the, in the optometrist's office and they flick through that little thing in (laughs) front of your eyes and it's super blurry. And then all of a sudden they go to the one where it's crystal clear and you say, oh yeah, number two. Yeah. Like that was what this difference was for her. That's
2: what it sounds like is that, you know, she got to try those out and she said to us, Tim, at one point. And now she, she never wants to go back because now she's seen how clear things are. And now she's seeing things the way that they should be seen. And she can't stop thinking about it because she knows there's hope out there. It's just they're not in a position to be able to do this right now.
1: Because these lenses are very expensive. Oh, they're
2: very expensive. So, you know, the family shared with us and I did some research. They can range anywhere from 500 to $4,000 a piece. And she does need them for both eyes.
3: So we're
1: talking about something that this family would never be able to come up with the money to be able to take care of that.
2: Exactly. And it's just something that I think, you know, we can all come together as a community and get these for her and just change this family's life.
1: Well, if you want to find out more about the family, we're going to be talking about them throughout the course of the morning. We're going to play some audio with them. Uh, But if you want to find out more about their story, go to WBSM.com or the WBSM app. We have a a beautiful photo of the family together and uh, and a great story written by Ariel kind of describing everything that's going on with them. But the most important part of that is that's where you'll also find all the information about where to donate, how you can send in money to the United Way, how you can go right online and make a donation. Mm
2: -hmm. You can even... Text
1: a donation. It's so easy. We
2: make everything so easy to to make a donation to help this family. So like Tim said, if you wanted to text in a donation, you're gonna text wishes twenty-three to two six nine eight
1: nine. It couldn't be any easier than we're gonna give if you didn't get a chance to get that, you didn't write it down, we're gonna be giving it away all morning long. And, uh, and even if you want it and it's not a time we've given it, call in and ask and we'll Absolutely. give it to you. We're, we're, we're just going to keep repeating it as much as we need to today. And uh, we will make sure that we can give this family a mini miracle. But right now, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. And we're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment with, uh, with Ariel. And after we have all the news delivered to you on the other side of that, we will play for you our discussion with Ciliani and Celsia. And uh, you can hear in their own words kind of what they're going through. And then, of course, we want you to be able to go on and make a donation. You can also call in and, and uh, let us know if you want to do that, too, at 508-996-0500. And the important thing is, too, today, you can really help us out by spreading the word. This story is going to be on Facebook in just a few moments. Uh, I just had to resize the photo because it wasn't coming out right. But once we have it out there, share it around, spread it around, let people know about this family and that we can make, this This is a mini miracle that we can certainly make come true.
2: I, I hope so, I certainly hope so, and it's gonna make a huge impact for this family, and so we're hoping everybody rallies behind them and helps us get those lenses.
1: Absolutely, well, right now, let's go into the newsroom and get all the news of the day from Ariel Dorsey. Oh,
2: oh I hold, just hold on, I hit
1: again. the wrong thing, Ariel. It's, I put the interview in the spot that I normally put your news, so I went by muscle memory and not by actually reading the screen.
4: The truce is over between Israel and Hamas. The Israeli military announced today that it has resumed combat in the Gaza Strip, claiming Hamas violated the truce and fired a rocket towards Israeli territory. During the seven day truce, Hamas released 80 hostages in exchange for 240 Palestinian prisoners. California's Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom entered the national stage last night by squaring off against Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis in a primetime debate. The two governors clashed on a variety of issues, including immigration and abortion. The debate came just days before the next GOP presidential debate, which is set for Wednesday in Alabama. A U.S. judge is blocking Montana's TikTok ban from going into effect. A preliminary injunction was issued Thursday that would block the ban from taking effect on January 1st, claiming that it oversteps state power and infringes on the constitutional rights of users. TikTok users in Montana had filed a lawsuit to block the ban. Sandy Hook School in Newton, Connecticut was locked down yesterday after a threat was made against the facility. The threat was against the replacement building for the school where 20 children and six educators were killed in a 2012 mass shooting. Police searched the building out of an abundance of caution and found no credible threat. Delivery of Tesla's Cybertruck is underway following an invitation-only event at their Texas manufacturing plant. The cheapest model will cost around $61,000 and won't be available until 2025. Meanwhile, the the top-of-the-line version called the Cyber Beast will cost just under $100,000. The trading week is winding down on Wall Street after stocks closed mixed yesterday to end the month of November. At the closing bell, the Dow gained 520 points. On the horizon today will be remarks from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, who will be taking part in a fireside chat at Spelman College in Atlanta at 11 a.m. Eastern. In sports, first... The first time ever, the NFL has flexed a Monday night football game. Week 15's matchup between the New England Patriots and Kansas City Chiefs will no longer take place on Monday night. Instead, the Pats will be hosting the Chiefs on Sunday, December 17th at 1 p.m. in Foxborough. This week, New England will be hosting the Los Angeles Chargers Sunday afternoon. The Bruins snapped their three-game skid after shutting out the San Jose Sharks 3-0. After a scoreless first period, Danton Hyden put the team on top with his third goal of the season. Jake DeBruce gave the team a two-goal lead after he scored his fourth of the year. Pavel Zaka added his eighth of the season in the third period and Jeremy Swayman stopped all 26 shots he faced to secure the victory. Tomorrow night, Boston will visit the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Celtics could be looking to add depth to their backcourt. According to Hoops Hype, the Seas are keeping tabs on Memphis Grizzlies guard John Conchar. The 27-year-old is under contract for $2.4 million this season. The Celtics will be looking Looking to extend their winning streak to three games when they host the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC 6
0: to be with you, everybody, on this Friday morning. Lovely out there this morning. It is on the cool side, so do bundle up. It's not as cold as yesterday. We'll be enjoying plenty of sunshine. And as we head into the afternoon, we'll be dealing with more clouds. So so sun this morning, increasing clouds this afternoon. Temperatures on the mild side in the mid-50s. Rain moves in today, tomorrow. Gray skies, early a.m. fog, temperature in the mid to lower 50s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full Saturday forecast. From the UBC 6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420
4: WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
1: And welcome back in. Today is our very special mini miracle broadcast with the United Way of Greater New Bedford. Victoria Grisella from the United Way is here with us. And we are talking about the Lima family of New Bedford. Again, a hardworking family. They, they These are people who are not looking for a handout. They
2: really aren't. And you know, and then they were actually shocked (laughs) when we called them to say that, hey, we think we can help you. Um, And you know, what I love about the families that we've worked with over the years, they're always like, there's got to be somebody in a worse spot than I am. Um, And they're always saying, you know, no, 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 we don't need the help. We'll make it through. We'll figure it out. And those are the families I really want to help the most because they're so humble. And there's something out there that we can do to, to change everything for them.
1: And, and that's kind of something that Celsia has instilled in her children, because as we're asking Ciliani about, like, what else we can do to help, she,
2: she didn't know. There's I, nothing. I said, I said, what do you want for Christmas? And she, she said, I just want the lenses. And we said, yeah, but beyond the lenses, are there clothes you want? Are there things that you, you want? And she said, no, I don't need anything else.
1: And she's also the kind of person that doesn't ask for help. In in general, you know, as somebody who is, you know, going through these struggles every single day, she's doing it all on her own Mm -hmm. and she's succeeding at a very high level.
2: Absolutely. I mean, she's got these challenges that, that, that are difficult and she is excelling.
1: One of the things too, that uh, was mentioned, I think it might be mentioned in the discussion that we'll play in a moment is Derek with his uh, Hads, he needs... Someone to be there, a therapist to be there to help with him because, again, he can't communicate his needs. The family doesn't know what he wants, but they've been able with the help of this therapist to at least get him to the point where he can point to things and and he can at least express himself in some ways. And now that therapist isn't going to be around for, uh, I'm not sure the reason, but they're not going to have that therapist anymore, which means it's going to fall on them to be able to help him.
2: Right. And I think if we're able to get these lenses, you know, Cillian is going to be able to do more for her brother and more to support her mom. And I love seeing
1: that. I think I think you will when you hear this. I think you will be inspired by her tenacity, and you'll be inspired by the way that the family says these are just the cards that were dealt, and, and we'll we're, figure it out. Yeah, we'll get through it. And uh, this is this is not. When you hear this, uh, just keep in mind that this is. Um, this is not the family as we mentioned before coming to the United Way asking for help. This is you saying no no please come in here I want to talk to you about this <laughs> so uh, let's let's learn a little bit more about the Lima family oh,
0: I just worse because I see all blurry, blurry. like it's all really blurry, blurry, blurry for me like we even like close or too far away. Even with the glasses on? Yes. The glasses don't help in anything. Okay. It's just, it works. I
2: cannot see anything right here. Okay. So it makes it hard at school, I would imagine, right? Yeah. What grade are you in? 12. In 12th grade. So you're a senior. Yeah. Where are you a senior? Uh? Where are you a senior? What school do you go to? School New Bedford High. Nice. Nice. Great. So tell us if we were able to get those lenses for you, which I know are very expensive. What would that mean for you?
0: Like, it's going to be, I'm going to be, like, happy because when I just try the lenses, I see, like, all the things, like, very well. And, like, the even the colors, I see the colors, like, too bright, and, like, I was so happy to see, like, that, Mm -hmm. and so if you guys can help me, I will be so grateful for that.
3: And that was the first time you could see that clearly? Yeah. So, does that make you think about now that you've tried it? Does it make you think about how much better it could be if if you had those lenses? Yes, I think I'm too much like about it. Yeah. So, what's what's your daily life like? You know, having these vision issues. What what's it like for you to have to get through your day?
0: Just, like for me now, I'm like just I usually to like have this when since I'm a baby, so just i'm comfortable but i don't i like i think i can see better with the lenses but but because now right now i cannot see well like just to walk and i cannot walk by myself Mm -hmm. to go anywhere and i cannot do like the things the teenagers can do because i don't have like the vision to do that
3: are there things that you want to do like specific things you would love to do if you had the vision to do it
0: uh, I love to do, like soccer and like so I can't see the ball so I cannot <laughs> play it. okay so yeah and I, I can I I wanna do when I graduate I gonna do I wanna go to college to do the medicine but I don't know if I can do it with this vision
3: so. So you say you want to go for medicine. Yeah. So what specifically would you like to do with medicine?
0: Pediatrician. Yeah, I think like the kids' doctor.
3: So you want to help kids that might have gone through similar issues or other issues, and
0: yeah.
3: You, so you, and that's that's what we've heard about you is that you're somebody who really wants to give back, that you like giving back to other people, mm-hmm. but that you don't ask for anything yourself.
2: How long has your vision been like this? Has this always been since you were little? Like, were you born yeah, this since way? I was
0: little. Like, okay. I cannot see well. Like,
2: so, so, you've always like, just learned to adapt? Yeah,
0: yeah, I just learned to adapt. I, like, every, when I was little, I just saw, like, the power, my parents, that, like, I cannot see well. But they just said, no, it's just for glasses, put the glasses on. Because I have my glasses when I was four years old. Hmm. Oh, three. I don't remember well but they just said that. They give me the glasses, and, like, I think I cannot see well, but I think that was helping me, but now I know that it doesn't,
3: like. Because your, your vision kind of gets worse as time goes on, and the, the glasses yes. you have can't keep up with it?
2: Yeah. Well, so tell us a little bit about your brother, because we hear you have a younger brother. Yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> um, he
0: he like he has the problem like HADDS, too, mm-hmm. through two so like I don't know like much too much about it but I know he has a autism too mm-hmm. with this one and he they say he's like he it's blind here they just say because he can see well too. Mm-hmm.
3: What kind of things is, does he want to be able to do?
0: He doesn't talk, so we don't know. we just trying to understand him. He just, he learns too much, like doing help and other things with the physiotherapy. But I think now the her his physiotherapist is going to go out because I don't know what she can, she's doing, but she's going to go out, and I, they say, uh, they don't have more physiotherapists to put Derek in to give like him the the classes in home. So I don't know what they're gonna do because the Derek learned too much with like the physiotherapist and he doesn't learn with anyone like
2: to do this
0: thing. So I don't know what they're gonna do to help him to get better.
2: Is there something that you think would make his life easier or easier on mom? It's
0: in she, she, she says it's so hard to talk about her Yeah. yeah. She say we depend on, like for her for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's
3: what moms are for. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. <laughs> what would your perfect Christmas look like this year? My perfect
0: Christmas? Oh my family, like just if I can not
2: get my lenses just would be with my family that's the other thing I want. Yeah everything we've heard about your family is just how wonderful you all are and you know you've got a lot going on um yet you know you sound to be doing really well in school um which I'm sure is not easy with everything going on and so I mean you should be proud of that um and so that's why we want to help your family this year. Thank you. You
1: so much for you so you get to actually hear you know the emotion of the family and, and what what it's like for them to go through Victoria
2: yeah it, it, it's heartbreaking and it's something that we can easily fix as a community together and make such a difference for them and you know I just I as we're sitting here listening to it again I just can't help but think what that must be like every day not to be able to see I, I just I I mean you know and it's not It's not just not being able to see, it's knowing that you could see and you can't. Well, I mean,
1: and I asked that question, I didn't include it in the audio there, but I'd actually asked that question, you know, do do you almost feel like it's worse that you could see a little bit and then now you have to go back to this and that's when she was talking about how, you know, she can't, Stop thinking about it. And I think any of us would be in that same position where if we knew there was a way, and again, it's not because she's looking at it selfishly saying, oh, I could do this, I could do that. She's looking at it as I could help my family more.
2: Right. And, you know, even thinking like, you know, mom's not able to work because the son needs 24 seven care, right? And they have, like you said, PT coming in, um, but that's going to be ending soon. And so she said, you know, hey, if I had these lenses, I could go and do some work and I can help out mom more. And You know, I I have to think that if she was able to work now, she probably would be buying these herself. Um, But she's not she's not able to work because she can't see enough to do that.
1: Right. I mean, when as you were saying, she had to be helped into the offices to come and sit down with us. I mean, that's and in in a living in a city where there's a lot going on. You know, you got to worry as a mom about sending your child out into that world alone, uh, knowing that, you know, they have these issues. So just imagine how even if she did try to do it, how much extra stress that would be on Celsius.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Even going to school every day. I'm sure she's, you know, concerned about what might happen on that particular day.
2: Making sure that she's, you know, I went to New Bedford High. I mean, you know, there's tons of stairs everywhere. I'm sure that's always you know, the thought in the back of her mind is, oh, what happens if she trips up the stairs? Oh, what happens if, you know, she's not, you know, seeing clear enough and nobody's with her and something happens? I'm sure that's always in her mind.
1: And she is someone, Ciliani is someone who is going to be fiercely independent.
2: Oh, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> she, she sounds like she's ready to be independent. You know, she's 17. She's looking at it as like, you know, the world is open in front of me, but here's my barrier and I need to figure out how to get past it.
1: So it- you know, for from the United Way side of things, when you look at something like this, how inspiring is that to you and, and everybody in the office to know that you've got somebody who you can help get to that point? You've got somebody who wants who is a fighter, somebody who wants to be giving back more. I mean, this must feel like you know it's a no brainer to this, want to help yeah, this person
2: this is this is what we we love the most is when we can you know help a help a family help an individual um, that just has this small hurdle and we can help them get over get over that and that's something our family center is doing every day with families is is helping them get past what's holding them back and get them to a place where they're ready to thrive on their own
1: and th- this is also a story of like the the love and the connection that this family has because Nobody said at any point, like, I wish it wasn't this way. Yeah. Like, they just, they know that this is the the cards that they've been dealt, and they love each other so much that they will just take on whatever, you know, is life life throwing at
2: them. Exactly. They're making it work.
1: And if you want to make a donation, you can do so by going to, well, there's a couple of different ways. If you go to WBSM.com or on the app, it's super easy. We've got everything laid out for you right there in the story. It's the first story you'll see. When you get to the page, if that gets bumped out for anything that comes up during the day, I'll try to make sure I put it back in. But you can always go right to the top of the page where it says Mini Miracle. And then also all the information about where to donate is right there. Because a lot of people are driving around in the morning, so it might be hard for them to write things down. But you can text a donate, WISHES23 to 26989. You can also mail in a check, which I know a lot of people still prefer to do that. You can also donate by credit card. Let everybody know how they can actually make that credit card donation.
2: Yeah, you can either give us a call right here. Um, Molly, our intern, who is wonderful, is here to help us um, take your your information and run your credit card right here. Um, Again, you can mail in a check to our office, make the checks payable to United Way of Greater New Bedford. We're at 128 Union Street in New Bedford. And I know all that information is right on the website. Or again, you can text the word WISHES23 to 26989. Any way you're able to give, we we are happy to take it. We're happy to relay that to the family and make sure they're taken care of this year.
1: And this is something that when the United Way has these campaigns, this is very family specific. So this is going directly to the family. It's not going into a general fund.
2: Exactly. This is
1: You are making a donation to help the Limas.
2: Exactly, it's gonna go right to them. It's gonna take care of this need specifically.
1: And in the past, you know, you've had people who have called up and said, you know, I'd like to donate the money to do this or to do that for the family. And it does go specifically for those things.
2: It does, yes. And if we have multiple people that wanna help with the same need, that money will then roll over to help with rent, it'll help with utilities. It'll help put food on the table every day. So know that, you know, any donation you make, big or small, is going to make a difference for this family.
1: And it's also important to note, too, that there is, there's a list of things that the United Way will help you with, but there's also a list of things that you can not help them with.
2: Exactly. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, the way that you're donating as a donor is um, acknowledged and making sure that the the funds are used uh, the right way and what they're intended for, um, you know, so we do have a list of things that we're we're not going to cover, you know, vacations are nice, but they're not the basic needs that we're looking to cover. So things like that are, are something that we would not uh, use the funds to to pay for. We're looking to really help with those basic needs, the essentials.
1: I mean, that being said, though, if any travel agents are listening, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I said to Siliani, I said, what's one thing that you really want to see once you can see clearly? And she looked at me without hesitation and said, Cape Verde.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I think, you know, and that this will inspire her if we can do this for her, this will inspire her to want to go back even more.
2: Absolutely. And I think, you know, she'd she'd go back and she she'd be wonderful, you know, helping kids, um, you know, as a pediatrician one day. Maybe that's where she's going to end up. Who knows? But she'd be able to help kids in situations like hers or um, in similar situations with other medical problems. And she would be giving back in a country that uh, could definitely use some help. All
1: right, well, if you want to call in here and and, uh, talk with us about the family, if you want to let us know if you're going to be making a donation, and that goes to individuals, businesses, anybody that wants to call in, 508-996-0500 is the number. I've got to take a break, though. We'll be back in just a few moments. And let's go to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
0: Good morning. How are you? What was the family's name,
1: please? It's the Lima family.
0: Lima, L-I-N-A. Okay, I think this is great. I don't have much, but I can give some.
1: Well, we appreciate whatever you can give.
2: Yes, thank you so much. Oh, every, you know, come on. Every little bit helps.
1: Absolutely. Thank okay. you so much. Do you, and do you need any of the information about where to send it? It's, uh, yes, I just need a zip code for New Bedford. United Way, of
0: New Bedford, 128 Union Street, New Bedford, Mass. What's the zip?
2: 02740. 02740 and okay i will encourage others to give as well thank, thank you. you so
1: much thank you well
4: bye-bye bye
1: and uh, that is fantastic thank you so much i'm just gonna put another call on hold here but caller i have to go to another quick break we'll be back in just a few moments um.